Schweitzer comes to America. Christopher Schweitzer, at age 23, had fled the war-torn country of Germany after surviving the cold winter there of 1709. Queen Anne intended for the refugees to go to the American colonies. Circumstances led Christopher Schweitzer to settle in Court Matrix, Ireland. Here he married Catherine Elizabeth Greco and raised a large family. His oldest daughter, Margaret, married Philip Embury, who started the First Methodist Church in New York. When the group he led was granted the 8,000 acres, they, the group moved to Camden Valley, New York. It was here to Camden they invited Margaret's brother, Peter Switzer, married to the daughter of Philip Geyer, the Methodist preacher in Ireland. Her name was Anna Marie. Peter and Anna Marie had five children. The first four were born in Ireland. The oldest, Elizabeth, born in 1754, was my sixth great-grandmother. Her siblings making the trip with her to America were Agnes, Christopher, and Margaret. It was here in the year 1773, these, my seventh great-grandparents, made the voyage across the Atlantic Ocean. Elizabeth, the oldest daughter, was a young woman of 19. The family moved into a part of the barn of Philip and Aunt Margaret's farm. This was just before the Revolutionary War broke out. Most of the Palatine Irish in New York took the British side. Seventy years earlier, when Queen Anne and the British gave them refuge from wars and starvation, they retained a sense of gratitude. I would call it loyalty. These people would be later called Loyalists or Tories. Philip Embry was building a new house when he dropped over mowing in a field, either from heat exhaustion or a heart attack, at only age 45. His wife, my Aunt Margaret, moved into the partly finished new house, renting the farm to her brother, Philip Switzer, my seventh great-grandfather. This will become the next story of Philip, Anna Marie, and Elizabeth Switzer lived through the Revolutionary War of 1775 to 1783. But first, I need to add another character to the plot, Garrett Miller. Here in Camden Valley, Peter's family would reside amongst the other Irish Palatines on leased farmland. Another daughter, named Catherine, would be born in 1776. The Revolutionary War had started on April 19, 1775, and wouldn't end for seven more years. In the two years before the war started, Philip Schweitzer did well. Philip was farming and clearing 200 acres. Another man, named Garrett Miller, made his way to the valley and instead of renting land, he purchased 188 acres and found romance. Garrett Miller would marry Peter's oldest daughter, Elizabeth, and the couple would become my sixth great-grandparents. And they lived happily ever after, right? No, I can't recount to my readers a happy fairy tale. Elizabeth became an instant stepmother. Garrett Miller was already part of the family. Back in Ireland, he'd married Elizabeth's cousin. Catherine Switzer, the daughter of Michael, had also fled Germany with his brother Christopher. Catherine had married Garrett Miller, and on the birth of their fourth child, she died at age 24. Poor Garrett. The 50-year rents of Sir Thomas Southwell were ending. With the expanding families growing, there was no room. 
Garrett, born in 1738, a young father, aged 34, with his two brothers, also came to America. He left his four young children with relatives in Ireland. I must finish this portion of the story with Aunt Margaret. Margaret Switzer Embury, widow of Philip Embury, knew troubles as a loyalist. When Philip died, she was left with two small children and 188 acres of land farmed by her brother Peter. Her second husband, John Lawrence, married her in 1775. Garrett Miller's mother's name was Lawrence. John Lawrence had a hundred acre leased farm. At the outbreak of the war, they were forced off the land and left to the St. Lawrence, where they struggled for life in the Canadian woods. Once again, Margaret was one of the first Switzers to lead the family to a completely different country. Margaret did not forget her family history. Margaret Switzer Embury Lawrence suffered and lost for thanking the British. She was loyal and courageously braved the dangers and the wilds where they found a new British dominion in a land which only 15 years before had been ruled by the French in Quebec, Canada. Here is my metaphor for the farming and religious life they represented. Protestant seeds from Germany, cultivated as Methodism under John Wesley in Ireland, raised up and transplanted to Canada. The Methodists came to Canada and would become the United Church. The Methodist Church, the Congregational Union, and 70% of the Presbyterian Church entered into a union in 1925 and was called the United Church. When you pass the United Church, think of my Aunt Margaret's history and part of it. <laughs>